3: What up America, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there, unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Got a lot to get to, creeping closer and closer to the NBA playoffs, closer and closer to the Sweet 16, got coaching movement galore. We got the transfer portal. Um, sometimes it's the portal to nowhere. Sometimes it's the portal to profits. We have a uh, preseason Player of the Year coming back to college basketball, which most people didn't see coming. We have some NFL stuff to get to. Is Aaron Rodgers still in limbo? And Lamar Jackson? I I I guess he has a guy who's acting like an agent, but not an agent, trying to find interest for him. But it's a weird world in which we're living in, where Lamar Jackson is trying to get a gauge for the market, which has told him you're asking for too much money. Uh, But before we get to that, let's get to last night's World Baseball Classic. Now, I'll just point out that it's really, really hard, really, really hard, for me to buy into the World Baseball Classic because I I do know where this thing is going. Right? It'll go to the place where the reason, and look, Japan... Beat Team USA last night. But the problem that Team USA will say they always have is, hey, look, man, our guys are, they want to win, they want to compete, but they play for their big clubs and it's going to limit what we can do with our arms. It's fair. I'll admit, like, I was wrong in terms of the resonance of it. People were into it. And congrats to Fox for figuring out, hey, let's do it on a day when the NCAA tournament's not being played. It was an incredible atmosphere in Miami. So at the end of the game, was it top of the ninth inning? Shohei Otani gets through the order, gets to his Angels teammate, Mike Trout. They square off. It's a 3-2 game on a 3-2 count. He strikes out Mike Trout. Now the first thing is, first thing is, it's a real stat that Mike Trout has swung and missed 24 times in over 6,000 career at-bats in Major League Baseball. That is crazy. That is insane. Right. Swung and missed 24 times. It seems like a made-up stat, and it's not. Right. Um, but when you watch it, when you factor in the numbers of what she- Shohei Oatani did, granted, not a large sample size for the tournament, not a large sample size with the throwing, But it backs up the statistical dominance in the regular season with the Angels. He's a top 10 hitter. He's a top 10 pitcher. And there are lots of arguments and things that we look back 10 years ago and we're like, man, I cannot believe. Like, here's one. And it's not 10 years ago. It's 20 years ago. 21 years ago, we had dual national champions in college football. That was a real thing. You guys remember that? Like now we look at it, we're like, we're looking to expand the playoffs, whatever. But you try and explain to somebody how we've had dual national champions. You're like, I can't believe we actually allowed that to exist as long as we allowed it to exist. But we did. We did. We look back at arguments from the past, like, I can't believe we had this argument. I, I can't. You know. Think about something that you've evolved on. Heck, I even bring up Brussels sprouts. I mean, think back to your childhood. If your mom ever made Brussels sprouts, it smelled like somebody was breaking wind in the kitchen. You're like, that's the most disgusting smell of all time. There was nothing rewarding at all about the Brussels sprout. Right? Now, if you go to a nice restaurant, look on the appetizers, what do they offer? Brussels sprouts. And you know what? Many of you have ordered them and go like, damn, these are good. Where have they been my whole life? They've been there. They were just prepared in a way in which made them smell like somebody was farting. Now they're delicious. Turns out steaming them, not the best way to get the best flavor out of them. Granted, if you flash fry anything, but you don't have to fry them. You can bake them. They're still good. Bake them, throw a little salt, a little pepper. Some of you guys throw a little balsamic glaze on it. You look back, the, the feelings and discussions about Brussels sprouts from 10, 20 years ago, you're like embarrassed by it. Like here it was sitting right there in front of you. Now you get all the antioxidants, all the good stuff. You didn't know that is in 10 years and in 20 years and 30, we're going to look back and go, I can't believe we gave the MVP to Aaron judge. Cause he hit a bunch of home runs for the best roster, offensive roster in baseball. Instead of Shohei Otani, who is the Babe Ruth of this generation. That's what we did. That's what we did. And and we wrapped it up with the well, you know, the angels aren't any good. Like, okay. I mean, Damian Lillard two days ago essentially told you what at some point it has to be like for Mike Trout and for Shohei Otani. Like, look, I'm a really competitive guy, but what am I really competing for? What am I really competing for? You know, at some point in time when losing sets in, you get that. I, I just, it's just a job. I'm just going to work. I've told people for a long time, is it hard to, to be great at, at any level? Sure. It might be actually harder to be great on a bad team than it is on a great team. When you're pushing for something bigger, when you're playing in the Yankees and you're playing to have the best record, to get home field, to win a world series, you're pushing yourself and everybody's pushing themselves every day to be the best. And sure. There's an the amount of pressure on that, But there's also a reward to it. What's the reward to being great when you're with the Angels and you're Shohei Ohtani or Mike Trout? Not a lot. Financial reward, but they were getting that anyway. You watched last night and there's not a human being alive that doesn't walk out going, Shohei Ohtani is the best baseball player I've ever seen in my life. That should be your only takeaway. If that's not your takeaway, you got something wrapped up in the Well, you know, he doesn't, and he didn't, and the Angels haven't. No, stop talking. This is just about Shohei Otani's baseball player, he's the best I've ever seen. He, oh, by the way, good outfielder, too. Good outfielder, obviously great arm, tremendous pitcher, seemed like a leader in the, in the Japanese clubhouse but also a leader on the mound, like take the ball, be an ace, get dudes out. And tremendous hitter. Runs the base as well. There's never been a six-tool player until Shoei Otani, and he has all six tools. Legit six-tool player. And just like we look back now at our feelings about Brussels sprouts, just like we will look back I mean, there were discussions. Remember, before Jordan won his first title about could Jordan win the big one? That argument seems to be completely stupid. We're going to look back 10 years from now and go like, we gave Aaron Judge because he hit a bunch of home runs. The MVP instead of the modern day Babe Ruth. What were we thinking? What were we thinking? You know, it's going to be like that hairstyle that you had at some point in time in high school. I don't know why I I don't know why I shaved my head when I was in college. You know, I get fired up for the OU game or and then let it grow out. It was a terrible look when I let it grow out. Wasn't particularly good looking when it was shaved, it was worse when I let it grow out. I don't know why I did that. Whew. There's lots of decisions you look back. We're gonna look back on this one and go, that was dumb. We were really dumb. We fell in love with the home run, with the Yankees, Aaron Judge looking like a superhero when the best baseball player we've ever seen had a great year as a pitcher and a great year as a hitter, and we didn't give it to him because his team wasn't any good, when that's not really the argument. I don't know a human being who watched that game last night who didn't walk away going, I, would, I don't believe in giving guys $500 million. Shohei Otani is the exception. He's worth it. Coming up next are the Panthers zeroing in on which quarterback they want to take number one overall.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you?
3: Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Uh, Old Paul Neese is going to join us in a, in a moment. We'll talk some NBA hoop with him. But you guys see this? The Panthers have sent 11 different scouts to Ohio State for their pro date. Now, part of it is Ohio State has... A lot of really, really good players. But part of it is almost the overall recruitment and uh, the overall recruitment and analysis of uh, of a top quarterback prospect, which they want to not only feel like they're all in, but they want to do their due diligence. I understand how it looks You're like, whoa, they're sending 12 guys there, 11 guys there. It must mean that we know who they're taking I think there's a strong lean there, but when you have eleven different groups on the ground, eleven different di- uh, discussions, um, yeah i I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I don't think that means for sure they know who they're taking. Maybe know who they want to take, but do your due diligence. R- remember the and the Bears screwed it up in who they drafted, but they went and saw Deshaun Watson. They took their whole staff down there. They passed. Right? They went and saw Pat Mahomes and decided uh, we're going to go take a quarterback who only started one year at North Carolina. They maybe overdid the analysis of all the surrounding things, right? Like that's a, that's a real thing. You know, I mean, the perfect example of kind of overthinking it and overdoing you know, like all the background searches. And there was never anything. That's the thing about the Deshaun Watson deals. There was never anything negative with Deshaun Watson. Like this guy was like a seen as a saint. That's why it's so surprising. So, but Mitch Trubisky, Mitch, back when he was Mitchell Trubisky, like their big thing was, hey, we're replacing a quarterback who no one likes. Mitch Trubisky was beloved by everybody in North Carolina. And as they spread out and they talked to people on campus and talked to people who knew it, everybody was like, man, this guy is the, everybody loves him. And that's what they wanted because they were replacing Jay Cutler, who everybody hated. So therein lies the deal, man. I think we know what they want, but you know, just keep in mind that going to a college campus in many ways is is a great way of getting discovery and figuring out exactly what someone's about, exactly if we want him. It's not as much about throwing and running and how he, you know, you can't tell. You read coverages based upon re- what he does on tape and in talking with him. All the other things make you decide if you want him as your starting quarterback.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
3: It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. A Dan, was there any update on on Paul George's knee? Did you guys see that the play last night where he hurt his knee? Yeah, I had it in there.
5: Yeah, so that was in the update. Yeah. Sorry. Two to was, three, weeks. Up, yeah. two, three weeks. Sp- yeah. Two to three weeks. Yeah, sprain right knee. Uh Woj saying that he's not gonna play again in the regular season.
3: That was a scary one, man. I mean, I'm uh, ho- hopefully he's okay. I mean, in two three weeks. It sounds like he's okay. He had a 360 in game on like a regular. I had never. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen that before. Um, no, only in an and one game. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that one time you you did the 360 and one game. I thought <laughs> that was Dan. I thought that was rubbing it in. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought uh, I thought holding your um, Doug. Don't <clears> try to <throat> hold junk. me down.
5: You know, that's what yeah. I do.
3: Yeah. I thought holding your junk while you hung on to the rim to celebrate. Um, Yeah, that's the junkinator. That's what I call that Sick when it was not happy with you. (laughs) Sick when it was not happy with you. (laughs) This March, boost your own game with Chalk, the reigning champion of uh, natural men's health. Max out your testosterone energy focus with Chalk Male Vitality Stack. Visit choq.com today. Use the code Doug for 35% off any subscription for life. Olden Polonese joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio Um, man, we got a lot of stuff to get into. Oh, let's, let's start with the Clippers. Okay. Paul George out. They got the ball in the hands of Kawhi Leonard. They don't even get a shot off at the end of a game. That one I've, I've never seen.
6: Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of the NBA. And I'm shocked because Kawhi normally gets a shot off. I mean, as Philadelphia. (laughs) So it's like, I didn't expect any of that to happen. And for them to lose, you know, to the Thunder, I didn't see that coming. But, you know, the Thunder is a very surprising team. So it, it was almost inexcusable that they didn't get a shot off with all the firepower that they have. So I don't know if it had something to do with Paul George getting hurt. You know, some of these guys, they take things a little bit too tough mentally. I don't know. But it was just I, I'm still shocked that they never even got a shot off.
3: I I am completely and totally with you. If Paul George is back for the playoffs, what do you think of the Clippers?
6: I thought um, they were the team to beat, honestly, in the West, you know, with a healthy team. Um, They have everything they need. They have two of the best two-way players in Kawhi and Paul George. Norman Powell, Eric Gordon addition was uh, amazing. The Plumlee addition was amazing. So I just, and, you know, Nicholas Batum, what he does. So I honestly thought they were the team to beat, pound for pound. Now Paul is out. Paul George is out, and that was really a nasty, nasty fall. So, and we don't know if you know he's done for the regular season. I don't even think he'll be able to come back for the regular season the way it looked.
3: No, he's he's out for the rest of the regular season, and he'll be reevaluating two to th- two or three weeks. Dan, Dan just just told us that. So, but it it could it, it looked bad, but it it looks like it was more of a scare. If they're saying he's going to be reevaluated, although reevaluate doesn't mean play. Um, uh, where are you on the, on the Jokic thing, right? There are people that, Hey, he's a advanced stats are the only people that like Jokic. Uh, other people have said, it's not just the advanced stats. He's having the best of his seasons. I mean, you obviously played the position very differently, but you played that position. You understand the league. Where are you on Jokic and your thoughts of his overall level of dominance?
6: Well, I love Jokic. I mean, he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing. He's producing at a high volume, you know, points, rebounds, and assists. I mean, he's, you know, but it's weird because he's won the MVP the last two years. I think maybe Embiid could have got one of them, but because of, you know, time away, um, that became an issue. So now even the league's talking about having a minimum games played for awards. And so I've said this many, many times over the years. LeBron could have won pretty much every year he played basketball. <laughs> so like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Those guys are very valuable. So what's the definition of most valuable now? That's, that's going to be the question. And so whenever a guy does something, we start having arguments about what the definition of it means because everybody, somebody's going to be butthurt always. And it's unfortunate, but it is what it is this guy is putting better numbers this year than the last two years of his uh, MVP. So it's mind boggling to me. And so I don't know what it is. I don't know what the criteria has been used, but I know one thing he fits analytics, (laughs) you know, he's like the poster child for all the analytics stuff because he's doing things the right way. So, you know, I think everybody on their team, there's 30 teams, all 30 have a guy that's most valuable. And that, so that, we, we just need to figure this thing out.
3: Okay, so for, for you, I mean, Embiid feels like he's better defensively, uh, but Jokic is an elite-level passer. Uh, Embiid's a little bit more dominating of a score. Maybe Jokic is more consistent. I mean, if, if it was you, if you have to pick between the two, who do you pick for your MVP?
6: Well, I would always go look deeper than that. I would always look into, like, okay, if I took Embiid off of Philadelphia right now, would Philadelphia win games? And I would do the same with the Denver Nuggets. And so to me, the only team, and Milwaukee with Giannis, which one of their teams would win games? And I think Philadelphia can still win games without Embiid because they have a James Harden and a Tobias Harris and, and Max and all those guys. Well, I don't know if Jamal Murray could carry that team like Joker did when Murray was out. You know that's the difference. You know, could Milwaukee win some games? I believe they can. So to me, I'm going to go with your Joker, because he is really integral to that team. They take him out; it, it's 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 going to be a tough night for them.
3: Yeah, it's a kind of a house of cards based upon how the thing is constructed. Um, Warriors continue to struggle on the road, win at home. Of course, they don't have Andrew Wiggins right now. No one knows if or when he'll he'll return. Uh, what are, the, what's, what are their postseason hopes look like?
6: Man, if they don't get him back, they're going to be, like, to use college jargon, uh, one and done. <laughs> one series and out because they need Andrew Wiggins. Now, I don't know the truth to everything that's going on, but I know psychologically he's all messed up. And so whether the stuff I've been hearing is true or not, that's, that's going to mess you up emotionally and psychologically. And I think it's affected his teammates as well. And so, but them not winning on the road has to do more about the mentality of Steve Curry than anything else. Steve Kerr, you know, he plays these games. Like, it's like, I'm going to play all my young guys, you know, just to get the minutes and experience. And so he's done that because of the fact that that 73 and 9 season really messed them up. And so he uses road games. As you know, a way to get experience for for his players more so than the home
3: games. Um, w- w- what about the Grizzlies? Right, obviously they're waiting to get job ja back. That'll happen really quickly. But the, the Dylan Brooks thing. Right? now, all great teams have had somebody that everybody else uh, in the league wanted to kick kick his ass. Right, like everyone they you kind of you need that on some level. But this feels, it's almost like he's a WWE guy playing in the NBA. But again, I, I haven't been in it and around it as much as you have. What do you think of Dylan Brooks and the, the, the constantly trying to draw the ire of the opponent sort of act?
6: Uh, it's been there, done that. That's my feeling, Doug, seriously. I mean, we've had it all over the years. It's nothing new. These guys keep thinking this is new. And that's what blows my mind. I'm like, the greatest villain of all times is Bill Lambert. <laughs> he got under the skin of his teammates and the opponents. <laughs> so to me, none of this stuff is new. And so, him, he's, he's trying to re- recreate something that's already been done. And I think he should just go and play basketball. There's an irritant everywhere. Patrick Beverly said, Draymond Green, teams like that. You know, I just don't like all this dynasty talk. You guys haven't won anything, so you can't talk. And if you don't win big games, it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season.
3: Uh, I, I agree with you. Old is joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, you, you mentioned Milwaukee. They can win some games there at Giannis. They feel like feel like the best team out of the East, but East very competitive at the top. Are they the team you think comes out of the East?
6: I do like them, but I don't know what's going on with Chris Middleton. One day he's playing, one day he's not. One day he's starting, one day he's not. So that's a little confusing for me. But I do like Milwaukee. I think pound for pound is between them and Philadelphia. You know, I like what Boston did last year, but that was last year. I think they've lost some of their mojo because they got got a little bit complacent. So I don't think and teams, I think kind of like figured them out in their, their style of play. But Giannis is the key. As Giannis goes, so does Milwaukee. And, so, and also with Embiid and Philadelphia. So if those two guys perform, we're going to have them in the Eastern Conference Finals.
3: Hmm. Um, LeBron may or may not return for the regular season. Of course, they have the potential of the play-in game. Does he play in L.A. next year? I, guess I, I know he signed extension, but it, it has a player option. He obviously wants Bronny to play with him. That's one more year away. Um, (laughs) And and that that whole thing, and obviously you being in Southern California, you know, like, he didn't make all league in his high school league. Like, he's a good player, but, man, that's a lot.
6: It's a lot. You're right. And (laughs) there's a couple of cats, you know. I used to say, because I coach AAU, and I always say this. Anybody can create a mixtape, Okay. All you do is find all the good things that you've done and put it together. You look like a Hall of Famer. But the point is, there's a kid that they play a masterpiece. Son. Yep. He, uh, Mercy, times. Mercy,
3: Mercy Miller. Mercy Miller. Who's a Miller. junior? Who's a junior? Yes.
6: Destroyed Sierra Canyon four games. Destroyed them. So does that mean Mercy Miller should be running ahead of Bronies? I don't know. But the point is, you know, we're hyping all this stuff, hyping and hyping. But it's like. I don't know if he's ready for the league because if you look at him, you know, and this is almost, it's not a dig, but it's more of a compliment. But in a lot of ways, he's so, he's more like his dad than not, but on a limited basis, you know, all his moves are like real one direction. And so it's easy to scout. And so to me, I just don't know. I mean, he's not as tall as his dad. So, Guards are a dime a dozen. We've said this all the time. I can always go find a guard, <laughs> but you know, a big guy or a six eleven dude that can run and jump like a Kevin Durant—those are far and few in between.
3: No, I like. I think. I mean, I, I think um, uh, the way in which it's interesting. He he ne- he doesn't take over games, right? There's never been a, a big game in high school in California that he like took over like, Oh, okay. Like th- that dude can go get 40 and most great players. a matter of fact, most really good high school players that play in college have at least a game or two like that. On the other hand, I do think it suits him well potentially because he's going to get a shot because his dad's going to make sure he gets a shot in the league where, you know, can he guard? Can he make an open shot? He is little, but I, I, I just, I I don't know if determining the end of your career based upon who's going to take and um, uh, at some level play your son, I that's a, just a weird ending to an incredible career.
6: It is, and it goes to the narcissism of LeBron James. And I love LeBron, so I, I, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to his game. But it's like, end your career in a right way. I mean, I, yes, every parent wants the best for their son. But don't tie your career to what your son's going to do, you know, because you at some point in time, you're going to have to let him fly on his own. And so right now, and that's what a lot of people that I talk to, they say it's like everything is tied to that last name and his dad. And so that's kind of like almost unfair to the kid. You know, let him be who he's going to be. You know, if he ends up being in the NBA, he ends up in the NBA. But don't fabricate it to the point where – his whole career is going to be like, oh, you only made it because of your dad.
3: That's a hard one. Op. you're the best, man. I appreciate you joining us. Let's catch up soon, uh, okay? Okay, Doug. That's uh, Old and Polonese joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. D- Dan, you live um, not right next to, but near the area where uh, LeBron's two sons go to school. There's a lot of talk of Bryce going to a different school. Like, I I don't know. It's like, it's so weird. You sound like a hater, but you're not when you sit there and go like, hey, look, I think he's really good, but he didn't have a great year in high school. And we're talking about him, you know, like his yeah. dad determining. It's so, it's so, it, it's so awkward to, you don't want to crap on a kid, but you want to just, I just want to paint a real picture here. Like, I actually think he's really good. And you can see a way which his game actually would fit well as being, you know, a bench guy potentially in the NBA, but it's hard to see him being a bench guy in the NBA when he wasn't a great high school player this year. Well, there's also just the simple fact
5: of, um, you know, maybe maybe he would do better with two years of of school uh, in college. Maybe that would help progress his game. Um, the fact of he's going to enter the NBA with the you know, the label of, well, you got drafted where you did because of who your dad is. And not only it's of who your dad is, is that, you know, it's almost a, you know, package deal in terms of, you know, as LeBron looks to the future and wherever, you know, if you have the number one pick and you take Bronny James, then you're also saying, all right, LeBron's going to come here. So that would part, be part of your decision. And I don't know how fair that is to Bronny as a player and how that would be so difficult to shake throughout your NBA career it's just a it's a really tough spot there's and, and and by the way to be a bench player in the NBA, my goodness you know like you want to talk about the you know point you know whatever percent of guys who've played hoop that's it's a really really good accomplishment and if you to get it you know to get there but I think some would look at it as a disappointment and others would look at it well he only got there because of his dad.
3: Yeah, I, I think that it's probably, it's a little bit of, you know, Lonzo Ball has never been a super vocal guy, right? And a lot of people tell me like, hey, the reason Lonzo is the way he is is because his dad always did all the talking, right? Mm-hmm. So LeBron, Lonzo, all Lonzo did was playing. Well, I, I almost think that in some ways it's possible, and I don't know Bronny at all, okay? I'm, I'm just a curious observer, but I, I do feel like maybe the reason that he just kind of plays and blends in and fits in and just plays the win, part of it is like his dad's always been about a make the right basketball play sort of guy. But part of it is a, you know, when, you, when you're LeBron's son, instead of defending yourself like, oh, he gets to take every shot, like no, he actually he almost goes the other way and, and sacrifices too much so that he doesn't appear to be some DB Mm superstar son you know what I mean yes to his own detriment
5: yes wanting to fit in wanting to and not you know even even if he wasn't say a ball hog you know you also want to make sure that you know that that perception is not reality so you as you said overcompensate pass too much don't take your shots look to get others involved blend in yeah, it's, it's 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 a tough spot, you know. It's
3: it's, it's I'm it's actually really
5: rooting for him. Like,
3: I, I I am too, but I, I want him to I, I want him to go somewhere he can play in college. I want him to play I'm with you like two or three years. I think he'll be a really, really good player. But I almost think you like want to disassociate yourself with that and just play. Just play. See how it goes. I feel like he's gonna go to a place where he's not gonna play that much. And they'll be, they'll be, I mean, one of the things is I don't think LeBron is terribly happy with how things went at Sierra Canyon, but you never see any of that outward. I think they'll just move Bryce to another school and just do it kind of, you know, do it kind of quietly. Um, But like, you know, if he goes to Oregon or Ohio state, these programs that he's claim he claims to be interested in for his son, they haven't recruited his son. And you know, the way it works in college basketball, freshmen really struggle with the exception of a handful of them. They really struggle because they're going even next year. They're going to you mentioned Armando Baycott's coming back for another year. Like all these guys still have an extra year to play and they don't have anywhere to go. So they're just going to keep playing, make a little NIL money, hang out in college for another year. Who wouldn't do that? Of course you would do that. So I don't know how much he's going to play. I just want him to go somewhere, a level that he can play at can grow, can improve. And if he's good enough, or if he's close, he'll get a shot. He'll probably get a shot anyway. All let right, right. Uh, we'll continue with that conversation. At Gottlieb Show is the Twitter handle, at Gottlieb Show on Instagram. And, of course, the Doug Gottlieb Show fan, pa- fan page on Facebook. Will the new rules in Major League Baseball lead people to losing jobs?
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Doug
3: Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm-mm-mm. Progressive's making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Um, look, I, I, I'm going to take some time in my podcast to say this, but uh, I've been besieged by idiots on social media. I'm going to call out one of them. This guy's name is, oh, let me get it here. Oh, man, I got to get his name. My Twitter's not letting me open up some rando. Um, that, so I, uh, yesterday, John Morant posted, uh, has said in an interview that he doesn't have a drinking problem. And Ramos, you don't drink, right? I, I don't drink beer. I, I do drink like a margarita, pina coladas, uh, stuff like that, but not have beer. You, have you ever had tequila straight? Have like you ever taken no, a shot? Uh, yes, I did, unfortunately. Okay. Well, unfortunately. Okay. Yes. When you, drink, when, when you drink tequila, okay, do you do it and you're like, ah, straight face, I'm good? Uh, no. I was uh, very burning in my stomach. You, you wince a little bit, right? Yes, I do wince <laughs> more than a little bit, but yes, uh, you're correct. Buyer, have you ever had tequila straight? No. You're not a, he's not a yeah, drinker at all. Drink. I yeah,
5: I don't right. drink. I'm yeah, I'm the But one you've never funny. had it? No. Okay. Ryan? Yes, I have. Yes. Okay. And? And it burns. It it stings, especially okay. if it's not good. So
3: the video I posted, I uh, was a couple years old, but there's other videos of, of him and like grabbing Casamigos and turning it up and drinking it like, like if you ever worked on a hot day and you drank like Aquafina or a Gatorade and you just drill it and you pound it, that's what it was like. So the idea that a guy doesn't have a drinking problem, if you can drink like that, brother, you're a professional. And there are really no professional drinkers. There, there's, you, you got a bit of a problem. But you get these people on Twitter who all of a sudden they want to take personal shots at me for something 27 years ago. If you take a personal shot at me because I believe the guy pretty obviously has some form of a drinking problem. Right. And the whole idea of stepping away is, hey man, how can I get back to just being beloved John ja Morant? Beloved John ja Morant. And maybe addressing like what you have as a problem. It's like other people point out, like you keep quoting young boy, you're you're kind of not getting it, dude. Don't quote rappers. Just be you. Just be John ja Morant, who's a great basketball player and by all accounts has been a lovable dude. Now you're trying to put on some front of something that Nobody thinks you actually are. And if it's because you drink too much and this is how you act when you're drinking, like stop, stop drinking. But the people are like, I don't, see, he's a crazy, I don't see the problem. There's not any every human being I know who's seen that video. Who's a real like, dude, that goes down way too easy. Way, way, way too easy. Don't give me the well, college age. Like, dude, I don't care what age you are. You can grab a bottle of tequila and drink it like it's water. That's a, that's a bit of an issue. And pointing the finger at me shooting the messenger is comical. <laughs> like, oh, here you go, coming after. Like, I do this for a living. I talk about people and their lives and basketball players and football players and whatever for a living. Like, this is a real sports story. A guy who everybody loves and has been acting like a complete buffoon. Called out by teammates, called out by the league, called out by people in the media. You kissing up to him on social media and saying, I'm the bad guy, is the problem. Stop being sycophants for a guy and you really want to say you like him. Like, look, man, just get back to being you. That's not you. And if it is you, that's not the you that you want to be. Let's get to a game. It's game
5: time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb
3: Show. All right. Sorry, Dan. Uh, Pinch on game time. What do you Fire. got? Yeah,
5: Doug, the game today is. What are the chances? Are the Ooh, chan- let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. I'm what ready. What are the chances we get four questions in? Um, <laughs> what are the chances, Doug? All popular- yeah, right. The popularity of the World Baseball Classic continues to grow. I think 100%. I don't
3: mm. think it was very popular last time around. I think they nailed it with some of these countries really getting all in and. Yeah, I think it's going to be bigger and bigger. I was wrong about this deal. It's working, Doug. What
5: are the chances a Bat Boy or Bat Girl gets fired this year because they aren't quick enough? Could happen under some <laughs> adjustments made by Major League Baseball.
3: Yeah, go get me, get me a, get me a new bat. Give me a new thunderstick. Do they? Get um, I, I think they're like college kids that nobody will ever admit they're actually doing a job, so they won't get fired, but they will get berated. In in the memo, it says, uh, this from ESPN, the league will evaluate the performances
5: of bad boys and bad g- girls and could ask teams to replace them if their performance is considered substandard. Uh, what are the chances Doug Zion Williamson is ever fully healthy?
3: Um, 85%. At some point, there is a, hey, I got to... I gotta lose a ton of weight again. This is the same thing. Like you get the same people on social media. Like, oh, you're a fat shaming guy. Like, no, we're telling you, you're carrying too much weight to be a superstar in the NBA. Probably. Yeah, he's got oh. one more in him.
4: This is game time. On uh, the Duck
3: we need Show. a tenth of a second clock in I game know. time. That's you're seriously. It just went Ramos? to one to zero, but I thought we had Ramos? like eight tenths of a second left. Ramos, what's up with that? Ramos, so tight. Too close to the boat. Ten seconds. Okay, how about this? We got a great midway for you. Your favorite tournament team ever and why? Next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here on Fox Sports Radio.